What are you here? I'm here. <laughs> I'm so glad. <laughs> it was so weird last week doing this without you. You did such a good job, though. You oh. really did. I was absolutely laughing. You really did a good job. And I'm sorry. Oh, don't be sorry. You've got nothing to apologise <laughs> for. You needed that holiday. You absolutely, 100%, <laughs> undoubtedly needed that holiday. Yeah. Holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I did. I did need a holiday. I realised that, um, well, after a couple of days and now on reflection, actually coming home, I really realised what peak burnout I was actually at. Mm -hmm. Because in my mind, I thought that burnout was just like when you have to literally throw the towel in and go, right, that's me done. And actually it isn't. I saw a really good post by um, Louise actually. And it was like the different stages of burnout. Yeah. And I was looking at it and it was like, check, 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 check. It was just like absolutely being run by a motor from morning to night, feeling like I have to get these things done. I have to do this. And at all, at the cost of all else, mm -hmm. you know, and I, well, I got a good glimpse into what it's like to be in that place going 100 miles an hour when you were away on holiday. And it was good because it was insightful to me just to see how much that you are doing, yeah. which is an incredible, like, not even an incredible amount of time, a ridiculous yeah. amount of work that you amount. put into doing all the socials because, yeah. God, my my little my little head could not cope with it all. I was like, I kept messing up here, there and everywhere. So Not at all, not at all. So this is our first proper blether just us isn't I it know. for a little while so yeah let's let's do it let's just get right in let's get right in <laughs> ADHD as females ADHD AF ADHD as females the podcast Hi, I'm Dawn Hi, I'm Laura and, and we, we are ADHD, ADHD AF Seriously we are two neurodivergent neighbours who moved to the same street at the same time, at the same age, with the same undiagnosed disability. What are the chances? Since discovering the enormous impact ADHD has had on our lives and the horrifying numbers of missing undiagnosed females, it has become our mission to make some serious noise. We want to use our voices to raise awareness, break the stigma and share our experiences in the hope that they help others. So join us for a chat, or as it's called up here in Aberdeen, a blether. <laughs> Trigger warning, we will be covering some really sensitive topics, so please do have a read of the description of each episode before listening. It's important to note that we are not medical professionals, we're not therapists or coaches, we're not qualified to offer advice or support. What we will do is share our experiences alongside resources and information from professionals. We will talk over each other <laughs> and we will go off topic and forget the point mid-sentence. <laughs> we are both assigned female at birth, which means that we can only speak from the experience of life as a fab people. However, ADHDAF is an inclusive space. Whatever your gender, you are very welcome here. Yes, you are. ADHD as females, So I guess it's first things first, we better address um, that bloody article. The, the article in the room. <laughs> <laughs> not, not the elephant, the article in the, the room. Article. Um, yeah, like <laughs> anybody who hasn't seen it, there is a really disgusting 
article in The Guardian who you would have thought would know better and would do better than that. Um, I, d- I literally don't even want to say his name because he's obviously, having looked at the at, at some of the socials he's put up, he's obviously loving it. So the, the idea being that he's kind of being like the Katie Hopkins of, of ADHD or something, trying to get attention yeah. by being controversial. Turns and... out he's got a book coming out soon. So. Oh, well, there you go. So <laughs> very sad to have fueled his... Um, his uh, fame in any way, but we just really felt we had to call it out. Our issue isn't with somebody who wants to get famous for being like that. Our issue is with The Guardian for being ableist, actually. Yeah. So disappointing, so disgusting. It's just not not on. That's it. Everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but his opinion's dangerous. It's, it's, it, people can have opinions, but it's what you post, what you pu- what you publish. Yeah, you, know, you have a social responsibility, and I think the main issue. There's so many issues, but the main issue that we have is that you would not do this to any other group of disabled people. And it just goes to show how far we've got to go for, for people to realise and, and to respect ADHD as the debilitating brain disorder that it is. Yeah. Because they must not know that to be able to to poke fun in that way or to fuel the stereotypes about the medication and about the fact that it's a trend. You know, I just... I don't see the value in in what was done there. Like, what good was done? What was even the purpose apart from this guy's book? Yeah. Uh, he must be really good mates with the editor, I guess. Like, is that the point? I, d- I don't... I can't see another one. It's just, yeah. Like, have your opinion and put it out there. On your own fucking platform. Sorry. But, do, but, but like, exactly. On your own is... platform. To then put it to, you know, a big publication like The Guardian and for them to then publish that. To publish it and to fuel, you know, these ideas of people that it is a trend, that everyone's got it, that, you know, people are seeking drugs. That it's easy. That that it's easy easy to get a diagnosis and that everybody in their neighbour has it. Yeah, it's uh, and I may not be a doctor, but, you know, the point being is that you're saying like, oh, people shouldn't go around saying that people have ADHD or saying that, oh, you know, self-diagnosis is valid. Self-diagnosis has to be valid because the system is broken and people are waiting for years, like our Dawny here, who is still waiting. You know, it's it's just wrong on every level. All the people that will feel invalidated and demoralised mm-hmm. in their struggles, you're fueling uh, family members that think it's a trend or whatever else that they're too afraid to tell. Like, you are literally adding fuel to the fire and being part of the problem rather than p- part of the solution. And I just don't understand why and that's 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 part of my ADHD brain is I need to understand the reasoning behind something yeah. and I cannot find a good one here <laughs> at all the fact that he he had is self-admittedly ADHD himself and it's almost like it's so new to him that he doesn't even fully understand it uh, and I think it's also the um you know not whatever it was he said not not to invalidate anybody but it's a bit like you know when you say I'm not I'm not against whatever, but yeah. like you are. That's you, you've just like by putting put the that by putting in that there, saying, button there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're already saying so. Yeah, I'm just about to invalidate a load of people, but I've said I'm not, so that's okay, isn't it? No, it's not. Um, so thank you to everybody who shared our open letter to the Guardian. Um, yeah, and that's... for tagging them, for writing to them. 
we have written uh, official letters of complaint. We've tagged them in a load of stuff and we've written to the editor-in-chief also. So we live in hope. We just really need to get to a place where ADHD is respected as the disability that it legally is. Yeah. Um, because... Yeah, then then life will be a lot better for everybody. It's um that's it. Like I'm still trying to come to terms with and still struggling in the fact that you know that I can't do certain things and it's getting getting on top of me. Yeah. Like I'm struggling. We're going to speak about this later in this episode that that I'm I'm struggling a lot just now and for someone to invalidate ADHD it makes me feel like shit. It be- makes everyone feel Because like- I'm like, well, maybe I am just shit at life. Yeah. Maybe I am just a shit person. If everyone else has got it but they're managing to cope and meander through life easily, maybe I am just fucking shit. And 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 beyond that, for the Guardian to then publish that means that the message they are sending out is that it is okay to invalidate that. Mm-hmm. That's that's the real nail in the coffin there. It's exactly. just like, no, this is not okay. It's not okay to be ableist, just as it's not okay to be racist. Mm-hmm. Like, level up and start behaving decently to people, to, to people in general, but especially when these people are battling through life with brain disorders that have potentially ruined their lives in very many ways, destroyed their education, career, families, marriages, everything, that they're now trying to battle to get over all of this stuff and you're just going to sweep along and just say it's a trend. It's absolutely irresponsible and it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. It is dangerous. You know, we are more likely to commit suicide, have eating disorders. Addictions. It just goes on and on and on. Like, take some responsibility, educate yourselves, apologise. And if you would like uh, a decent article written by decent people (laughs) who actually care about the world, then give us a call and we'll, uh, (laughs) we'll gladly write something that isn't arrogant, ignorant and fucking disgusting. Yeah. How about that? Here, here. <laughs> and we'll dismount. I'll take a breath. Um, so anyway. We'll get off that hobby horse. That, that wasn't very fun to come home to off holiday. <laughs> no, it's like, I kind of felt bad for you, Laura, because like you got in, you come come back off your holiday and you're just like kind of easing yourself in and it's not really easing yourself in. It's like literally throwing yourself <laughs> into the depths of it again, you know? Yeah. But, it, you know, it it is like this whole... It's something that we really do need to address. And I know we've said it many times um, in many different ways. But, like, we, we need to get on top of how we do things because we both have ADHD. There are only two of us. Yeah. And um, we do struggle a lot. We want to do good. We, we can see the value in what we're doing. We have countless messages daily from all around the world from people telling us that we've helped them, you know, feel validated in themselves, seek diagnosis, seek help in the workplace or at university, be able to speak to their parents, to their partners. Like what we're doing has great value and we know that. The problem is that with it getting bigger and bigger, the more and more messages are coming in and that's kind of where... I feel this pressure to constantly answer messages. And so we had that mess up with the with the last episode where we didn't record the intros and outros. I gave the wrong artwork for the thing mm. and the reel went wrong. And the crazy thing about that is I spent the entire week trying to get that right, trying to get everything done. And 
I just couldn't, but I couldn't have done more than I was doing. And the no. point being is I, I literally, at times, I wake up at like five or six in the morning, I get my phone out and I start. And next thing you know, my husband's walked in the door and I make dinner, sit down and eat with him, pick up my phone. And 11 o'clock at night, he's like, put down your phone for God's sake, go to bed. Yeah. You know, that is what my days have been like. And I didn't realise quite the toll that that was taking on me. And, and that's got to change. So... We're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah. So we're 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 looking at basically creating a community. Yeah. Something that where we can direct you to the the exact places that you need to go. Um, if you want to ask us questions, we can do it we in could, a more personable way that we can actually manage it. Yeah. Because we are losing, we're losing messages. We lose messages all the time. Like it's it's really difficult, and I don't think Instagram makes it easy for us no. either. But like <laughs> that's that's the platform that we we use the most, and that's where people message us the most. And we're we're losing messages. We tried to put up an instant reply, which is is which is great, but because that instant reply then just throws replies it, so it looks like it's not. Like it's been opened and it's done. Yeah. Anyway, like there's loads of stuff like that. But really what we want to do is to be able to, because a lot of people are just looking to share their story or looking to tell us how it's helped them or are asking quite a lot of the same questions. And actually, a lot of the time, it's just about connection and in being part of the community. Mm -hmm. And so we need to, we want to build our own so that then we're not constantly answering loads of messages that we can never get through that there aren't enough hours in the day to do and we're letting people down and I'm not getting important stuff done exactly um so we're gonna we'll come back with that next week but we're excited about it yeah and it does mean that we can have a bit more structure to our days I cannot burn out mm-hmm. <laughs> people can actually feel connected and um I think yeah I think there's that pressure as well as if when someone messages it's that that pressure of wanting to reply straight yeah. away because if you don't reply straight away you're going to miss it or you're going to forget about it and so if we had a more structured yeah structured thing system yeah then we're not going to lose you we're not going to forget about you and, and that's the thing is it's important and that's why it's a pressure so it's not a whinge like we've spent 27 episodes saying message us we love hearing from you because we do love hearing from you and mm-hmm. we want to help and we want to talk to you but there are only two of us and a lot of people have said oh you know we'll help but as it how it feels right for us right now is that it is ours like yeah. what we're doing is just us and you know we want to be able to to put out what we're putting out and not put that on anybody else so yeah we'll be we'll be back with news on that next week but we're really excited about it because what we're hoping to do is free up enough time that we can actually do more stuff we exactly. can do some body doubling stuff we can do some 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 act some more activism we can arrange events we can do stuff at the moment all we can do is answer messages and just about get the socials out. We're, we're, do... we're firefighting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're just constantly yeah. firefighting. And if we get this into better control, start this community, yeah. then we can stop that. We can actually start doing more. We doing can put more. out the fires and yeah. find new fires to yeah, put out. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, so that's that. So the other thing that we wanted to talk about was where you are up to on the late diagnosis. Well, process and then roller coaster. Yeah, so, so a bit of a bit of both. Yeah. So where I am at the moment, so everybody that has listened so far will know that I was on the NHS waiting list. I had an appointment. 
thought I was getting my assessment, but that was only part one of God knows how many. And I'm now back on a waiting list for four months to get a diagnosis through the NHS. And again, I don't know if after that four months, that will be the answers. We don't know if that's part two or two or part two of eight. Yeah, Yeah. I, I don't know this at the moment. So I've been forced into a place where I feel like if I want answers now and I want help and support now that I really have to go down the private route it's not the way I wanted to go down um, and it's not something that I, I can easily afford so it was kind of like last hope kind of thing well, to you do really, this. you spoke to your doctor didn't you? And, yeah. And just literally said look I cannot cope. Yeah. Like what can what can we do? So fortunately what's happened is my doctor um, agreed to do shared care um, with a, a local psychiatrist who who is approved at at my doctor's surgery which means if I go to them get my diagnosis through them she will accept that shared care and I can get my medication and titration started through through this means which is amazing because it means once you've got your diagnosis you don't then have another battle on your hands exactly yeah because mine was disputed the best part there's 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 some fun still to come is that um I got that referral put through I waited a week chased them up and um turned out the psychiatrist was on holiday so um I had to wait till they were back which is fine then I phoned them again when he was back um got through to their Glasgow clinic because it goes straight through there first and then you have to go through to Aberdeen. Anyway, got through the Glasgow clinic. Whoever I spoke to on the phone, she didn't understand that I was Aberdeen, even though I told her. And she told me that they were no longer doing ADHD assessments. (laughs) So I was absolutely devastated being like, I'm back to square one again, only to receive a phone call the following day or the day after, doesn't matter, saying, oh, we've got an appointment date for you. So, oh my god, the talk about a roller coaster actual ride, do- yeah, an actual, actual roller coaster, roller coaster ride. It, yeah, so I thought I was back to square one. Turns out I'm not. They're still doing them in Aberdeen. It's just that they weren't doing them through that clinic in Glasgow anymore, or whatever. I'm not. I'm not sure the ins and outs there. But I have a date for an appointment with a private psychiatrist <laughs> on the 14th of November. So that is a week tomorrow. Which is a week tomorrow. We are Sunday at the moment, but yeah. this will come out on Tuesday. Yeah. So it'll be less than a week yeah. when this comes out. So by the time, not this episode, but the next episode comes out, you will be diagnosed. Hopefully. I am. I say hopefully because I've learned my lesson in getting my hopes up and thinking I'm having an yeah. assessment. I have an appointment with a psychiatrist for our... Which, an, to your an, knowledge, an, is an assessment. Which is my initial assessment but as far as I'm aware yeah as far as I'm aware that's my assessment date yeah and it's, d- it's 8 p.m at night so it's quite a late one but I was like I don't care what Tell time it. it is like go three o'clock in the morning I'll still do it you know that's amazing the thing is I mean it, it's difficult like I just want to say on your behalf like Dawn really didn't want to go private and she does have some like guilt about it oh absolutely I, she really really shouldn't because it was it's just real genuine struggle like it's not a joke yeah. like she's really really struggling and and it's and it's taking its toll and it's time now and it's great that 
that she's finally got to this place that she's going to see somebody. So it, yeah. it's it's so great to all of you that <clears throat> have um, donated towards it, because obviously going private is a bit spenny. Mm-hmm. So if you are in a position where you would like to donate to Dawn's diagnosis, that would be very, very much appreciated. Yeah, and you can do that through Buy Me A Coffee. So if you've got buymecoffee.com forward slash ADHD as females, you can buy us a coffee and you can donate. Obviously, I'm massively appreciative. Is that even how you say yeah, it? appreciative. <laughs> <laughs> of any help that anyone can offer. Going private, it wasn't something I wanted to do. I, I wanted to be the voice of everyone that had to go through the diagnosis to process with, it, the, yeah. with the NHS. Because I have this platform, because I'm able to do so, I wanted to be that person. But I can't wait any longer because it's having a massive detrimental effect on my mental health. It and really so it's it's either get this diagnosis now or just, you know pits of despair so yeah and with that in mind that is where you're up to on the late adhd diagnosis roller coaster yeah i'm definitely in a depressive phase at the moment yeah just i'm like part of me just thinking you know like I'm, i'm i'm not even excited about this assessment yeah whereas like i guess you shouldn't be excited about getting a diagnosis no, but for it's anything the end, but end of limbo yeah but before i was help. i was i was kind of looking forward to get into that point to get into that that next stage but at the moment i'm just like meh and like, i think what, that, go on sorry yeah i was just i'm just a bit like meh what's what's going to happen i'm going to get a diagnosis something i already know i may or may not get medication that may or may not help me like nothing's going to change my life's always just going to be a little bit shit and that's kind of where i am which sounds fucking ridiculous like even when i say it, i'm just like stop being so horrible to yourself no, but, but that's that's where i'm at that's I, the reality of it i think that's when we were talking about it before which is why it was really important to talk about it on this is like this idea of what depression is mm. and like that's that's actually my understanding of depression is not necessarily the not being able to get out of bed not being able to go to work not being able all of that can happen mm. but like the baseline depression that i know about is when the things that are important to you the things that bring you joy they just don't matter anymore yeah and that's something that i still really struggle with like i made a joke in the episode with the adhd babes where it was like well this has got to be depression right because i can't get any more depressed yeah and like i say it in a joking way but like it's true and i, I don't sit around being depressed you know in inverted commas all the time but i can very quickly um lose the point and that sounds so awful but i think it is important to talk about it like yeah. i just a bit like what's the point yeah and and it's weird because i have lots of lovely things in my life i have you and we do this amazing thing and we're making people ha- well not necessarily making them happy but we're helping and you know i've got so many good things in my life to be grateful for but I can very quickly just feel a bit like, what's the point? What's the point in my life? What's mm-hmm. the point in anything? Or And I think that in part of that comes from the not knowing about ADHD is looking at other people, this constant feeling of like outside looking in and not really understanding why they're doing the things that they're doing. Mm-hmm. And, and stupid example, driving a car. Yeah. You know I've got a fear of that. And I will watch people in awe of them like, all oh, right, so uh, we're just going to take our lives into our hands, are we? We're just going to, we're doing this, are we? Fine. We're just going to trust that that other person isn't going to drive into you. Fine. That's normal. And I'm looking at everyone else like they're crazy. But obviously when you're looking at everyone else like they're crazy, it, it doesn't last. No. You're the one, you're the weird one, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's an element of that 
and just seeing, you know, the various relationships in my life that have been swept away by that wrecking ball of ADHD or, you know, the path that my life has taken, it which there's nothing wrong with it, but it's not conventional, you can sort of start to go a bit, what's the pointy? Yeah. So, so when, yeah. when you were talking to me then before about it and I was like, yep, yep, what's the point? I was like, I'm literally the worst person, <laughs> the worst person to offer support in a time of depression because I'll just hop right on that train with you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so bad. But yeah, just like been looking around at everything that's going on in my life and just like taking into stock everything yeah. that's there. And I'm just like looking at my house and it's a fucking shithole. And I'm like, why can't you just get on top of it? Looking at my diet, like my, like just my self-care. And I'm just like, why can't you just get on top of it? Mm. Looking at like... When, I, have, I have the why. Yeah. You have a brain disorder. But then looking at like you being away on holiday and me having to do all the stuff when you were away, I'm just like, I can't even do this. I'm like, like I'm just feeling like really woe is me kind of yeah. thing. Like just like, why just can't I do things? And then it kind of got me thinking more and it's like, well, people say, say you just need to accept things and, and once you accept things, you'll be happier. But I'm like, but I can't accept it because... If I accept it, then I'm just accepting that I'm always going to be unhappy. That's mm. kind of how I feel. I'm mm. just like, I can't accept that I'm living in a mess because that mess makes me unhappy. It makes me unproductive. I'm mm. not able to do anything when I'm in that mess. Mm. So, like, if I accept it, am I just accepting that I'm going to be unproductive? Yeah. I'm just not going to be able to get anything done. And, like, struggling at uni and stuff as well, falling behind. I've had to, like, you know, um, email my lecturer and just say that, I'm struggling. Um, I've got an appointment with the inclusions team and a mentor and stuff um, next week, which is happening, which is good because I'm doing things. Mm. I am doing things. I'm not just letting this completely engulf no, me and take all over. The right things. But and that's and that's what this that's what that support is there for. Yeah, that's exactly what it's there for. Is because you need support because you have a brain disorder, and that's why all of these things are happening, and that's the struggle. And I guess you know. Although I totally hear what you're saying about the acceptance, like, why would I accept that I'm living in squalor in inverted commas? Like, the point is, is this magical land of acceptance that some people are in with ADHD, like Louise Pink Pebber, like, when you get to the acceptance of that, because if we're still questioning, why is it like this? Why is it like that? Yeah. It's not fully accepting that Absolutely. we have ADHD. And hopefully we're going to get to that magical land one day, Dawn. Well, fingers crossed. But this is the thing. It's like, I can't see that. No, I, I can't see that magical land just now. And the irony as well at uni is like, I've got support there if I need it. And I've needed it for a while. But you haven't done it. And I haven't gone and reached out again procrastination ADHD and so like I haven't reached out until now until things are reaching crisis point and that's it's it's every aspect of my life is like I don't do anything until it's crisis point I don't get out of bed and when I say crisis point I don't mean like you You know crunch time yeah I mean yeah yeah, it's exactly that crunch time it's like getting out of bed in the morning only get up when it's crunch time when I'm out of time yeah gotta run it's like eating properly and stuff or taking control of like you know my diet and that it's only when I'm starting to feel really you know unwell or like fatigued or whatever I'm just like right now it's crunch time to do something about it like I just long to be at a place where it doesn't have to be crunch time for me to take action I have two things to say about that first of all is everything that you are talking about is a symptom of ADHD Mm. so it doesn't take away the frustration in knowing that but it does take away the self-flagellation do I mean self-flagellation I think I do yeah (laughs) I just suddenly (laughs) thought about it I was like 
that no um it, it can take away that which in itself will make you feel less bad in yourself you know bit by bit but like i just i think on top of that all of these symptoms are okay i'll backtrack not necessarily but statistics show that a lot of these symptoms are greatly improved with medication. Mm. And if you pair medication with, say, ADHD coaching, then it's not like you hack it. And that that and that's the sad part. That's the sad part that I really, really get. It's just like I spent all of my life thinking, oh, you know, I am this way or I feel bad or I'm always upset or I'm always angry, whatever, because of this trauma mm. or because of this thing in front of me. And if I get this done, then, then I'll be better. And you're reaching and you're searching for this time when life is going to be better. So the tragedy is that I'm never going to get there because all of those problems that I thought it was, it wasn't ever them. It's actually this other thing that I am actually going to have for the rest of my life. So mm. that's the sad part. But then when you get the treatment and whatever treatment works for you, my medication might not be, might be coaching, therapy, CBT, whatever it is, that when when you start to have that treatment, then you will be able to cope better with your life. Mm. So it's not accepting that your house is always going to be messy. It's It's hacking that and having, feeling more motivated, potentially, for example, me with the LVANS, like... I have motivation to do things because it wasn't necessarily a lethargicness. It was like a, it was a fog, like almost like a, and not, not being able to prioritize things. I'd sit and think, well, I do it in this order or that order and waste time that I could just be doing the thing, thinking about what bloody order I'm going to do it in. Yeah. Or, um, feeling so worried about something else or all of these like feelings or things that held me back. That's what the medication does. It just takes it away a little bit. And, and so then you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go and do this. To go and do this now, yeah. You know, and I think that's that's what's been strange with the strange dynamic with us is you've seen me as this really like proactive person that does shit, mate. Yeah, really wasn't. Didn't didn't get off the sofa. Didn't want to get out of bed. Didn't move from my bed. Didn't you know? Literally just wallowed around, feeling like an absolute waste of worthless waste of space for forever. It is medication, and medication has worked for me, and I believe it will work for you. And if whatever medication they put you on doesn't work, then you try another one or you just figure out your ways to, to yeah, and hack. I it think, is going to get better is what I'm saying. I think the problem is that obviously I've been stuck in this limbo place for a long, long time. Yeah. So I've had a lot of time to like kind of deal with, like, I, I guess to a point, like my ADHD symptoms probably seem a lot worse than they did before. Because you're aware of them. Because I'm aware of them. Whereas in the past... It was just me that was shit. And it was almost like that was easier to accept. Yes. It was yeah. easier to accept that I was just shit at life mm. and that it, in a way not knowing that there was ADHD kind of helped motivate me because yeah. thinking that I was shit, I had to prove myself that I wasn't shit. Overcompensation. Overcompensation, exactly. Yeah. So I was able to do things not necessarily well mm. and I wasn't able to necessarily stick to things, but I was able to at least get going with certain things yeah. whereas i just feel like i can't now and it's just like i'm i'm just like stuck properly stuck and the longer it goes on the longer like it gets into my head yeah. and gets deeper in, into my head and fucks me up like you know more and then i get to the point where i'm just like well nothing's going to help and yeah. like i guess feeling a bit like a lost cause essentially yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, like, it's going to be great. I say it's going to be great, but, like, with no 
with no expression on my face. Um, when I get to the point of my um, diagnosis privately and I, and I begin treatment and stuff, things will change. But I'm just at a place now where I'm just like, meh, yeah. I'll see it when it happens. Yeah. Because before I was really hopeful about medication yeah, you were, you and were. I was pinning, I, I, probably too hopeful to be honest, yeah. I was pinning all of my hopes and dreams on meds helping and, and doing doing like this yeah miracle, miracle cure, cure kind yeah. of thing whereas now obviously i'm a lot better educated yeah and know that they're not the miracle cure but i'm now at the point where i'm just like well are they even going to help at all yes they will yes they but will. yeah i'm the just right and, and and that's the other thing is like when like I think Shauna spoke on the ADHD episode last week. Mm. She was saying that she doesn't even realise that she's depressed until she's like, you know, yeah, right into it. And I think yeah. that's a little bit but like myself is like, I just get on with things and don't really realise, don't take stock of my feelings and emotions until I'm in a really shitty place. Yeah. Which is where I am just now. Yeah, I'm so sorry. It will get better. Yeah. And I'm sure it will. Like I, the one thing that I have going for myself is that I do have a positive outlook. Yes, I you do. I'm an optimist. Yeah. Like, and and I don't know if that'll ever change. Like, there's always that yeah. glimmer of hope that lives inside of me. And so, like, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, like, woe is me, and nothing's ever going to change. Like, there is still a glimmer of hope, and of there it's is. always going to stay there. So, yeah, I'm not all gloom and doom. Gloom and doom. Yeah, I'm not all gloom and doom. There I'm is mostly gloom and doom. <laughs> I just don't sound like it, but I am. No, I'm not. I am. <laughs> you are. I am, yeah. Um, <laughs> it's weird, though. I do I do have really nice times, and I am, like, a happy person. Yeah. But I think I just am um, very jaded by the world, and... Um, mm. Yeah, I, I, I'm hopeful at some point I will. But you know what? At least it fuels this fire. Yeah. Then that's the good. And I think that's how I feel about it. Is when I feel a bit like despairy, I'm like, well, I want to leave this cesspit of a world better than mm. I found it. Like, that's the point. Laura. Yeah. That's the point. That's what exactly. you're going to do with your life. It's that. Um, it's it's the other thing as well. Like I'll look around and I'll see people and you, you see people that maybe don't have a lot in life. Yeah. And they're happy. Yes. And they're happy with what they have. And I think part of my problem is, and it's not that I want things. Mm. It's not material things that I want. No. I want to to achieve and do well, and and like I have hopes and dreams and aspirations yeah. and whatnot. And I'm like, am I ever going to be happy? Like, can I can I just accept? Yeah. Things for how they are. And again, it's like you say, it's like getting to acceptance. Well, it's interesting you say that because I did read a thing as ever, I can't remember, about a thing called like, oh God, I can't remember what it's called, but it's something like Destination Something. Destination Something. Destination, destination Unknown. But it's basically, I don't know if they were saying it was a specifically an ADHD symptom, but when I saw it, I was like, oh my God, that's that's what it is. It's like the next thing, the next thing, the next thing. Mm. So you're always thinking that the next thing will be the thing and so you're never quite satisfied with your lot and I can definitely I can definitely recognize that in myself (laughs) it does make me really sad sometimes and I think well god you know I'll never be happy that's really awful but on the other hand that little bastard has opened so many doors for me because I have done so many ridiculous things and I will continue to do so many ridiculous things in my life because I'm always searching for that thing and because nothing's ever quite enough. I'm going to, oh, now I'm going to go and do this and now I'm going to do that and now I'm going to do that has actually meant that I've done shitloads of cool stuff. Yeah. And so there's a positive there. 
Absolutely. But yeah. And there are positives, but yeah, I just like, I get annoyed with myself for having these, like setting these values so high and setting these aspirations and dreams for myself because I'm like, well, maybe I'm just not going to reach them and then I'm going to feel like crap because I want them, but I can't have them. Yeah. I feel like a brat. I feel like I'm just like, want, 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 but I want it all to come to me and for me not to do anything to get it. But that's but it's not how I feel. Yeah, you I still, feel like you I, have the drive and you want to achieve, but then I can't. can't. But you can and you will. And and that's the most frustrating part. It's it's I want these things and I can't get them, but I know I'm capable of getting them. Yeah. That's that's yeah. the issue. Honestly, I just think like in in some of the many messages that we are able to actually respond to and people say like they've just got diagnosed we congratulate them don't we and we say you know this is a new new chapter of your life mm-hmm. like your life is about to change your life is about to get better and and that's true for you Donny. it really is like yeah. i'm literally a different person than i was this time last year literally i am and i've still got i've still you know got shit going on but things are better. Yeah. And I really believe that by this time next year, things will be better again. And that, mm-hmm. that's what's coming for you now. It's just been on a bit of a downward trajectory for a while now um, in how you feel in yourself, not in what you've done in your life. Yeah. Really, you know, we, we're doing this for Christ's sake. But like in how you feel in yourself is, is about to get better now. I think it probably doesn't help that I'm turning 40 next year. Oh, I don't care about that. Yeah, I know. I know I shouldn't. And I'm not, I've never been that bothered by age and stuff. But... I think part of it is this just like, well, I want I want things to get better now so that I can reach the goals and do the things that I want to do before it's too late. Yeah. That kind of thing, you know? Does yeah. that, that make sense? It does make sense. I feel like, I mean, this is something we're going to touch on in another episode. Like, I've lost a couple of friends and one of my friends is really, really ill. So I think it really reframes the way I look at age now because I'm like, bloody hell, I'm lucky to get to 40. Well, exactly, yeah. <laughs> bloody hell. And that's it. And you don't know when your your number's up. No. And that's what I mean. It's just like, well, like, the older you get, the closer you are to... <laughs> <laughs> without without sounding like a really really sad doing gloom but like like I want to do things and I want to do things now now well you will you just gotta get a week, week tomorrow and that's why waiting is so hard yeah yeah that's very very true that's what makes it hard it's just like and that's why I need answers and why I need help now so that I can go and do the things now that I want to do yeah and that and that's why we need change in the system because nobody should have to put their lives on hold like exactly that. nobody especially when we know that a lot of a lot of people that are finding out about ADHD uh, have been through say their child's getting diagnosed mm. um or have been because they're going through perimenopause or menopause so they're getting this you know uh, wave new whatever I don't have the terminology of hormones that's now making their ADHD symptoms worse and bringing it to the forefront mm-hmm. you know some people thinking they've got early onset dementia or whatever because or you know just such extreme menopausal reactions and and these are the people that you're then going to say oh right yeah yeah you have got that but you need to wait six years yeah. you know it it can't be like that and and that's again why we do what we're doing it's not you know, we're not saying we have the answers. <laughs> I don't, I don't have the answers. We definitely don't have the answers, but we need to keep this conversation going because change has to happen. People are really suffering, mm-hmm. really, really suffering. And and the thing is, I'm still one of the lucky ones. Yeah, oh, good, yeah. I am, you know, e- even without having to go private, I'm still one of the lucky yeah, ones. Yeah, if you waited the another four months, you'd still be one of the lucky ones. Like there, there most, are... most women will not be diagnosed in their lifetime. Yeah. 
It's ridiculous. Never mind the ones that are having to wait six years or really fight their case because they're being told, well, you don't have ADHD because you can hold down a job or you have never been uh, to prison or do you know what I mean? Like people that are having to fight. And, and it might be, an in inverted commas, a trend right now. But once we get over that, that hill mm. and people get their diagnosis and then we start diagnosing people from an earlier age, yeah. there's never going to be this influx again. The problem, yeah, well, that's the point. And the problem is with this bloody trend thing and why The Guardian shouldn't have done that is because, yes, it's trending in the sense that people are more aware of it. So that's why it's a word that is being heard more because it's something that people have just suffered with in silence or without knowing. Mm -hmm. You know, here we are both nearly 40. We only found out last year about it. Like that's that doesn't make it a trend. But when you when you enter into that rhetoric, when you put spout out more of that bullshit and fuel that fire for the people that believe it is a trend, you are now, you know, creating more of that brick wall mm -hmm. that we're up against invalidating exactly. it as an actual and brain disorder yeah. as an actual disability honestly there will come a day when we will look back at this and just be so so shocked and horrified like no, not that we're not shocked and horrified now but like in disbelief yeah in disbelief that we even that had to fight this that. Yeah, yeah that we even had to fight this hard for yeah for an actual disability a brain disorder to be recognized for what it actually is it's absolutely criminal i cry now that's awful isn't it when yeah. you really think back at it it's like oh my god we will we'll look back at it and be like can you believe that that even happened but we'll keep fighting for until this until that day yeah until that day we'll keep fighting we for this and fighting, fighting for all of you all of you people that can't get a diagnosis and that are struggling and yeah and just to bring us all together, we have to we have to stick together. And that is the one good thing. Uh, Dr. Alex Connor said that the other day, didn't he? That's the one good thing to come out of this horrible Guardian thing is it shows how much the community are prepared to stick together and to fight. And yeah, to like that that genuinely fills me with emotions. Yeah. Just just seeing this community come together the way it has over the last couple of days is you just like but um i say that but like you know i'm emotional ice queen so i don't, I don't i don't actually show them but i feel it i feel the emotions tell me dom what's the most adhd thing you've done this week oh god so uh, in part of my depressive period i was thinking that you know i need to, i need to do something i need to sort out like you just my diet and lifestyle everything like i'm not eating properly like i'm takeaways blah 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 blah, yeah. and i need to sort it out so i was like right i need to find a convenient meal plan something that can help me eat healthy nutritious meals um without having to think about it too without much. having to think about it too much just i just need someone to tell me what to eat when to eat it and you know like where where to get it and then just go yeah. for it convenience that's that's what i need at the moment because i'm because I'm it's too fucking convenient to press just eat yeah, yeah. E exactly i need something and there, there's no healthy options on just no. eat like if there was then i'd maybe <laughs> nah, who am i kidding <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, <laughs> I'm just like maybe if there was some healthier options i'd, I'd order a baked potato or <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who am I kidding? <laughs> Give me a KFC. Um, oh, now I want one. 
stop. Anyway, um, so I signed up to a um, an app online that it's to do with fasting. And I thought, well, maybe I could try that because I fast half the time anyway when I forget to eat. So mm. maybe if I actually give myself some structure and... Do the intermittent. Yeah, thing, yeah. So I signed up to this thing and I, I, I was like, oh, maybe I shouldn't sign up. I should sign up. So I signed up for a trial, like a couple of weeks trial. And I was like, I'll give it a trial. And then they sent me something else through and said oh, you could sign up, you'll get this discount and this discount. So I signed up to that, not realising that this was more money. And then I signed up to something else, with it, which was pre- premium, thinking that this was just one charge that I was getting yeah. and the other charges before that didn't exist. Yeah. And they were like, but if you sign up to this, you don't have to pay for the, what you've previously paid. And I completely misunderstood the whole thing. So I was just signing up and paying stuff left, right and centre. So I had like a 46 quid charge, a £32 charge, a a 10 quid charge. And all of a sudden, all these charges started coming out of my account, which for one, I can't afford at the moment. Like like, I should not be spending money on this thing. It's like I'm, I'm not in a good financial shape just now. And um, yeah, so I signed up to this this app and I've paid a ridiculous amount of money for something that I'm probably, well, I've not even looked at since I've downloaded it. Have you not? No, and I don't even think it's what I want. It's it's about like... Well, you don't know because you haven't looked. <laughs> Got a point. But um, I just wanted someone to tell me what to eat and when and this is not, yeah. this is not what it's doing. Like, yeah. so yeah. I've then sent them an email being like, according to the... Because they wouldn't give me a refund. They were just like, oh, it's too late now. You can't get a refund. But I was like, no, 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 no. I know my rights as a consumer. <laughs> so I'd like copied and pasted something from Google. According to the Consumer Rights Act 1997 or wh- whatever it is, <laughs> like 14 days grace period, you need to give me a refund. Blah, 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 blah. So I sent them an email and they've refunded me some of it anyway. Yeah. Not at all, but the biggest, the biggest charge. And yeah, just, just impulsiveness, impulsiveness. made me, made me join the ADHD tax yeah. collective. Yeah, absolutely. What about you, Laura? Uh, mine is, well, aside from all of the things that not, that I didn't get done and causing calamity, which made me feel terrible. And I still just don't understand how I did that. But in part, as we said, too many messages and also um, time blindness, thinking, taking on too much, thinking I can do so many things a day when you can't. Um, So, yeah, that aside, went on holiday, got there, had a lovely old time. It's lovely to see the Ibiza family and be in the sunshine and... Just actually hang out with my husband, who I've been ignoring basically since we started ADHD. <laughs> and um, big. And we, um, I had like a couple of really, really lovely days. And then by about the third or fourth day, I started to feel guilty. And my guilt was that well, what it's what it's made me realise is that it doesn't matter how many memes you see of like your product your productivity does not does not mean your self-worth like you don't have to be productive to you know you you're fine as you are um apparently i'm not so what i've realized is that i've spent so much time since since being out of the fog with the medication i have applied myself every which way every single hour of the day and i've achieved things and i've done things and i've been productive 
And apparently that's now my whole purpose of being and the whole basis of my self-worth. So after three or four days of, you know, having a lovely little time in the sunshine, I then sort of started to feel like I didn't deserve it. And that like... This is where I'm metaphorically <laughs> slapping slapping her across the face to be like, you do deserve it. <laughs> Isn't it terrible? But, you know, what it has taught me alongside all the burnout stuff is that now that I'm home you know, and we're getting our heads together about how to um, how to restructure things better is to just not go back into burnout and to not, to not, you know, I even had people messaging. So like um, Beck, who does the working class message, and she was like, you know, you're working really hard or are you going to burn out? And I was just like, I live in burnout. It's fine. It's fine. It's like to actually step out of it, to come home and wake up and just like wake up have a cup of tea yeah like you know that just was not happening at all so now my mission is that i'm gonna wake up and i'm gonna do me first and then i'll dive into my phone whereas for weeks well for months and months it's been open my eyes grab my phone dive into it bang and just try and like just be in myself a bit more and be in my life a bit more self care yeah not work all night put my phone down so yeah yeah. yeah. Self-care, structure a routine that works better for you so that you can look after yourself. Yes. Yes. And not spend all of your time and effort looking after everyone else. Yes, 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 yes. That is the plan. You first. Tomorrow. Yes. Good. Yeah. We've good. both got good big plans for tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> I need we'll to, let you know next week. <laughs> I, I need to stop getting disheartened about the big plans that I have before I've even tried to put the big plans that I have into place. Because yes. I think that's part of my problem. It's just like I already have failed before I've even begun. Yes, yeah, yeah. And so it's about trying to be like, well, no, you're going to do it. You're gonna do and if it. you don't do it, you're going to try again. Yeah, exactly. Step by step. So that's that really, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. It was nice to be back together. It was really nice to be back together. It really, really is. It's nice nice to be diving in a little bit little bit scary to dive straight back into that but we've yeah. done it so thank you for supporting us and we will report back on that and um, as ever we are just so 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 grateful we're so grateful for you to to all of you for listening to us for following us and for supporting us we're really super grateful yeah um at the end of the day we care about the cause yeah. and this isn't just about us this is about you predominantly yeah. like we realize that you know by helping ourselves help you guys that it's just helping this wider community of people yeah. and that's what we're here for we want change we want to to make things easier for everyone like we're living this real time with you so yeah yeah we will fight for change we will continue to fight for change and with your support and with us all uniting we will get change so exactly. let's keep on keeping on um if you've enjoyed this episode we would really really appreciate a donation as we said for dawn's diagnosis yeah um and we will come back to you next week about um our community yeah and thank you to people who've joined up as like membership of the buy me a coffee buy me a coffee so yeah so you can go on to buy me a coffee so it's buymeacoffee.com forward slash adhd as females and from there you can buy us a coffee it's equivalent of five pounds or you can buy us a million coffees if you, if, if, <laughs> yes, you, if you so if you so wish <laughs> uh, um this this podcast doesn't come without costs both um you know financially and emotionally <laughs> 
So it's all right. Only eighteen hours of every day. Yeah, we we put a lot of time, blood, sweat, and tears into this, and there's obviously outgoings behind the scenes as well. And on top of that, there are more outgoings that you know we we'd like to we'd, implement. We'd like in, to implement yeah. to put in to help take the pressure off. Yeah. So. So you can help us by by donating a coffee or two. And if if you want to give us a regular ongoing support, you can sign up on Buy Me A Coffee at £2 a month as well. Um, that just means that, you you know, as a re- you, you, out, you can be a regular supporter and it's, it's, it's two quid a month, you know. So, it's, yeah, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah. And... Um, what else? What else? If you can't, if, 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 if you can't or you don't have the... Um, the ability to donate financially, then then there are other ways that you can you can help by promoting us um, by sharing sh- yeah. sharing any of our content on your stories, sharing our podcast with friends or family, um, by liking, commenting, saving our social media posts, and by hitting those stars. If you're on Spotify, we would love you for doing that. And on Apple, you can even write a little review, which you're always yeah. lovely to read. They are lovely that you read. Like and we love reading the reviews. We've had some really lovely feedback about our merchandise. We obviously decided to go down the independent route because it's close to her heart so yeah. rather than going for a big company we've gone to independent makers we have stephanie at all the discos and rebecca at working class jewelry and they're both legends who make beautiful things and we are very honored that they've made merchandise for our podcast yeah and um, watch this space because this, this week this week well, this week we have some more merchandise away more to coming. drop so so yeah, watch so, this yeah, space if you buy from if you buy any of our merchandise you are supporting uh you know, independent makers and helping us as well. So we really, really appreciate it. And you get something sparkly and amazing and handmade too. Exactly. Win-win. And it just helps, you know, get that place within the community. Yeah. Like, you know, be part of it. Yeah, absolutely. It's not Somebody what I was trying to say. I'm totally lost for words. Somebody actually messaged and said that they love the dopamine collection in particular because it was almost like a subtle, a yeah. subtle in this is my, this, you know, saying, you know, I have ADHD or this is what I'm about without actually having ADHD stamped on you. It's like dopamine club, you know? Although we're probably going to get something stamped on us permanently. <gasps> we have spoke about this for for a while, but we've been looking at getting a tattoo. We wanted to get a tattoo to, to mark 100, 100K. 100K downloads. We're now on 165 downloads yeah. globally in 151, 151 countries. Yeah. World domination, baby. <laughs> so it's definitely tattoo time. So we will we will report back about that. Hopefully this week. Maybe yeah, we can get in p- somewhere. Potentially this week. Yeah. Watch. This is how excited we are. You'd never know how depressed we are, would you? It's great. Masking. This is all I need though, is these little pick-me-ups. Like these yeah. things help me. Like these little hits of dopamine keep yeah. me going. Yeah, we've got a good molecule between us now. Yeah. And it's, it's, I'm, I'm so freaking glad to have you back Yay! i'm so happy to be back um we should stop talking now really shouldn't we yeah big love to you all much love and we appreciate the coffees <laughs> bye bye adhds females adhds females